This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation and its upcoming annual convention January 6th through the 11th in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Learn more at annualconvention.fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The final party split in the Senate is now at hand following the re-election of Senate Ag Committee Democrat Raphael Warnock. Warnock won his runoff election last night to give him his first six-year term representing the state of Georgia. He was previously elected to serve out the remainder of a term vacated by the retirement of Johnny Isaacson. Warnock's victory sets the Senate split at 51 Democrats and 49 Republicans, giving the Democratic Party a one-seat pickup over the course of the 2022 election cycle. In the House, Republicans were able to take the majority in the election cycle, currently sporting a 221-213 to majority. Congressional leaders have cleared a major hurdle in the lame-duck session agenda and have rolled out text for the National Defense Authorization Act. The bill funds the Pentagon and the country's Defense Department efforts and has been a sticking point in recent weeks. Agreement on the bill's parameters will allow votes to take place soon clearing the way for other year-end priorities, including government funding. Legislation currently funding the government is set to expire at the end of next week. No deal has been announced on an omnibus spending package to keep the government open or a continuing resolution to give negotiators more time to reach an agreement. Omnibus bills include funding allocations but can also keep key programs functioning through continued authorizations. One such program is Livestock Mandatory Reporting, Chelsea Good with the Livestock Marketing Association says she expects a clean reauthorization of the program as the appropriations process unfolds. I don't see a long-term LMR reauthorization happening anytime soon. We would love a five-year reauth um, and just to kind of wipe our hands clean of that. Um, but some people kind of see it as a, a, something they want to put policy writers on. And because of that, I, that's why I blame um, it getting kind of caught up in the appropriations process. As long as we keep authorized, though, that's what really matters. LMR had been viewed as a potential vehicle for other legislative priorities in the livestock space, including legislation to reform the buying and selling practices in the beef industry. A new letter is calling on Congress to advance E-15 legislation backed by a major oil industry player. The letter is signed by a long list of ag organizations and companies, as well as the American Petroleum Institute. The group asked for support of legislation introduced in the Senate that would remove current sales barriers to E-15 during the summer months. Nebraska Republican Deb Fisher and Minnesota Democrat Amy Klobuchar lead the bill in the Senate on the issue, and a companion measure in the House is expected to be unveiled soon. Stay tuned to agripulse.com for the latest. Finally today, the nation's pork checkoff hopes a new sustainability effort will help its producers and consumers. Dale Stiefemeyer with the National Pork Board says the sector was faced with calls from its industry partners for more information. We have gotten... Um, some pressure over the years, and it's a building pressure from retail and, and packing partners that we have on what what is the impact of, of pork on the environment. What is our, for better words to say, what is, the, what is the carbon score on it? The National Pork Board is using third-party verification to certify progress on the feed inputs, something Stephen Meyer says is the industry's biggest area for sustainability growth. That accounts for about 60% of our 
our net carbon emissions. Another 15 to 20 percent is, falls in the manure handling system. How do you improve things? You look where you can have the biggest impact, and, and it happens to be on what we do on, on the crop side. Producers can voluntarily take part in the program, which will use their on-farm data to generate a standardized industry score to report and track. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. If you can't join Farm Bureau in Puerto Rico in January for their convention, join it virtually for keynote speeches from Farm Bureau President Zippy Duval and Life is Good co-founder Brett Jacobs, along with select workshops and presentations. With all the great convention content available virtually, you'll feel like you're in Puerto Rico. Once you turn up the thermostat a bit, learn more and register at annualconvention.fb.org slash virtual. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.